Hello and welcome to It's Time for Affordable Housing. I'm your favorite host, LaShondra Grace, the apartment lady, founder of Apartment Housing Rentals Foundation, owner of the Apartment Lady LLC. So I am excited. Oh my gosh, so much has happened since the last time I talked to you guys. Wow. So before I get started with everything that's happened, I am going to say my prayer because you all know I can do everything with God, but I can't do anything without him. So here we are. Dear Heavenly Father, I come to you right now with praise and thanksgiving, saying thank you for your grace, mercy, love, understanding, wisdom, knowledge, healing in the name of Jesus. Now, Father, before I come before your throne, I ask that you forgive my sins and the sins of the souls under the sound of my breath, even up into this very second. Father, you said if I put my plans before you, you would establish them. I plan on giving out accurate information. I plan on meeting the listeners where they are in the name of Jesus. I also plan on coming up with some equitable ways to prevent all of these evictions that are rolling out, Father, in the name of Jesus. And so these are my plans. You said, if I put my plans before you, you would establish them. I believe you. You said, if I seek you first, your kingdom and your righteousness, that all these plans will be added unto me. I believe you. I believe that these plans are making their way into fruition right now. This is my prayer in Jesus' name. Amen. Whoa, I am so excited, you guys. The word is getting out. The word is getting out. Oh, my gosh. The word is getting out. And so I was on a couple podcasts um, this week. One of them is Fusion Sale. That podcast is from Jeremy Monty Montgomery. Oh, my gosh. It was an awesome, awesome podcast. I shared it on my LinkedIn page. So if you guys go to my LinkedIn page, follow me, and then look through my activities, you'll see that video. It was amazing. And I also did a video. Um, I did a podcast on the Hillary Gooden Show. I did that podcast yesterday. And I was able to talk about these evictions. Oh my gosh, the word is getting out. I'm so excited. I'm looking forward to talking to even more people. I also talked to um, Chad. Um, I was on his podcast. His podcast is on iHeartRadio. And I don't even want to say his name, you know, because I don't want to mess it up. (laughs) But... Um, his podcast is Living a Better Story. And so it's Chad Burmaster, Chad Burmaster, Living a Better Story. You can find that podcast on iHeartRadio. I am so excited, but you know what? We need to get right into this question because the question that we're featuring today has 35 answers. So I've already told you guys You need to subscribe to my space, Eviction Without an S, Eviction Without an S, so that you can go in, ask questions, read all the answers. I mean, it's just a wealth of information. And if you don't know about Cora, Cora is a peer-to-peer source of information. So you really need to get on Cora, subscribe, and follow my space 
so that you can read these answers because I'm only going to be able to read a few of them, but there are 35 answers to this question. And so the question is, as a tenant, would you sign a lease that require you to maintain renter's insurance? Okay, we're going to start with the first answer. The first answer is, from um, someone that owns multiple rental properties. Um, He said, a friend of mine left his stove on and accidentally started a fire that did thousands of dollars of damage to the rental house he was living in. The landlord's insurance protected the landlord, but then sued my friend. Renter's insurance would have protected my friend from a lawsuit. I, yes, you guys, if you don't know what renter's insurance is, renter's insurance protect you. It protects your property inside your house. It also protect property. Like if your car get broken into or stolen, the property that was in your house. And of course you go outside and you take the property from your house, you know, and you put it in your car. All of that property is protected. See, the thing is, how can I put this? Mm. A lot of renters, let's just talk about renters in general. A lot of renters don't um, do prop uh, renters insurance. And I'll tell you why, because uh, those same people don't even do life insurance because they're, you know, sometimes live in check the check. The rent is too high. Um, they have all of these other bills, cable, internet, car insurance, things like that. And they don't see the significance of insuring their rental property. But then if a fire come or someone break into your home, then you have to start from scratch, right? So renter's insurance protects your property. Landlords, they have to have property owners. They have to have their own insurance, but that insurance only protects their property. It does not protect your property. And let me tell you, renter's insurance, it starts out at about $8 a month for a peace of mind. So you know how when you go, um, when you get a fire and you get into a fire and then Red Cross, they're so awesome. Uh, they, they help you out as much as possible. Um, even up to, Uh, paying for a hotel room for about a week. That's done. That's, that's nice. And they're awesome. Red Cross is awesome. But let me tell you, after that week, you've lost all of your things and you have to start from scratch. And depending on the damage to the property, you may or may not be able to go back to that property. You have to start from scratch. And so paying $8, 8 to $20 a month could prevent that. It could prevent you having to start from scratch. But I'll get into that a little bit later. Let's get to some of these answers. And it says, the question is, as a tenant, would you sign a lease that requires you to maintain renter's insurance? And so the next answer is, as a renter, you'd be a fool not to. Also, for those who have students living in dorms or shared housing, they need renter's insurance stat. I totally agree with that answer. So we'll go to the next answer and I'll remind you of the question. The question is, as a tenant, 
Would you sign a lease that requires you to maintain renter's insurance? The next answer is, renter's insurance is a necessity. Let's say a pipe burst in a wall where all of your electronics are held, a TV and an Xbox or PlayStation, a DVD player, those types of things. Your landlord insurance will pay to fix the pipe and the wall, but not your personal property. Okay. Um, he goes on to say, and this is office manager. This is a property manager. He goes on to say, I actually had this happen to a property I managed. A tenant found that a fuse had blown in their fuse box, which happened to be in the attic. They went to fix it and put in an incorrect fuse and it caused a fire. The renter's insurance covered the damage to their personal property as well as the, he said, F, mm, asterisk, asterisk, K, up, that caused <laughs> the fire in the first place. So that was the F up that caused the fire in the first place. Our renter insurance is less than $120 a year. And I'll tell you what, I'd rather pay the $120 a year than I have to replace my belongings, which could easily cost $10,000 to $20,000, not including damage that could be caused by my own negligence. If you have a car insurance, you might get a discount. We have two cars. So we get a super discount. Do some shopping around because it is totally worth it. I promise. I totally agree with um, this property manager. Renters insurance protects your property. Renters insurance protect your property. And so honestly, the, the only reason why everyone has car insurance is because it's a mandate. That's something that you have to have. But you guys, paying eight dollars, eight to twenty dollars a month to protect yourself. I mean, it it's gonna if something happens, Lord forbid something happens, you are completely protected. Like you don't have to start from scratch. You know, um, you'll be able to buy the new furniture, purchase the new television, you'll be able to remedy the the damage to the property if it was your fault. Certain um popular a certain amount of the population or um they just don't get that uh renters insurance or even life insurance for the most part because they think you know that it's not a necessity. This is pretty much a want. However, these are the same people that when tragedy happened, it's a real tragedy because they were not protected. Now, the upper class, um, they, they protect themselves at any cost, okay? They have insurance on everything because life happens, right? And so when they get into a fire or some type of... Um, uh, their property is broken into, things like that, they're not at a loss. They're at a loss, you know, because you get sentimental for some things, but they're not at a loss. They don't have to start from scratch. And that's 
called wealth building. I mean, how is that wealth building? I'll tell you how that's wealth building. Because that $20,000 worth of um, furniture, TVs, all of your personal belonging, that's something that you don't have to pay for anymore. That's something that's $20,000 that's going to stay in your pocket if something ever happens to your rental unit. I'm just saying. So we're going to go ahead to the next answer. And the question is, I'll remind you of the question. The question is, as a tenant, would you sign a lease that requires you to maintain renter's insurance? And the next answer is, anyone who does not have renter's insurance is retarded. (laughs) I hope you lose everything. Now, you guys, I told you, Cora is a peer-to-peer source of information. So, people get their, you know, they they're able to voice their opinions right and this (laughs) he said literally anyone who doesn't have renter's insurance is retarded oh my gosh okay we're going to the next one in case of damage to the property i have renter's insurance and i only pay ten dollars a month and it's worth one hundred thousand dollars it helps cover you um and damage to the property you never know As long as you get to choose your renter's insurance and it's based on your terms, meaning you decide what's the best insurance for you. Oh, and take photos and videos of your apartment and the current condition so landlords can't try to say anything and try to get a written document from the landlord stating the condition on the rental. And so this is a renter and she's saying, like I said, she paid $10 a month. For renter's insurance, it's worth it, you guys. It it is a necessity. You may not think it's a necessity. It's a necessity. It's your protection from having to start all the way from scratch. I mean, when I was younger, yeah, I I didn't get insurance on stuff. You know, when you go to Walmart and you buy a television, you're like, I don't want to pay that extra money for insurance, especially during this inflation period that we're going through and then the taxes and so forth. You want to pay an extra $40 or $50 to insure, you know, that electronic gadget. I, and I didn't used to do that. And if something happened and I would break TVs all the time, if something happened, then you know, I would have to shell out another three to a thousand, three hundred to a thousand dollars to replace that. However, if I would have had that insurance, I I couldn't I could have saved that money and invested that money in something else. And that's why I say, you know, having insurance is is part of wealth building. I could have use that $300 and that $500 and those $1,000 to, um, that I use to replace an electronic gadget. I could have used that to pay some rent, pay a mortgage, um, pay more insurance. You know, it's just, it's a necessity, you guys, that we start getting renter's insurance. And so I'll talk about, uh, renter's insurance and, um, having your property that was evicted insured. I'll talk about that at the end of the show, but we're going to go to the next um, answer because 
it's 35 answers. Um, as a tenant, would you sign a lease that require you to maintain renter's insurance? And so the next answer is, yes, it's a good idea. It protects your stuff. And believe it or not, renter's insurance is not that expensive. You guys, it is not that expensive. The next answer, because this was a um, short answer, the next answer is, if I wanted the house or an apartment, of course I would. Amen. Right. And so I'll remind you of the question. The question is, as a tenant, would you sign a lease that requires you to maintain renter's insurance? Right. Okay. We're going to another one. Absolutely. It's not that expensive. So this is another answer. Absolutely. It's not that expensive and it provides you a lot of protection in your place. Um, Got robbed. Renter's insurance is what cover your losses. Uh, The landlord's homeowner's insurance does not cover your losses, only damages to their property. If you need to move out briefly while repairs are being done after a flood or something, your renter's insurance covers this, not the landlord's homeowner's insurance. To answer your question, yes, renter's insurance is more for your benefit than theirs. Uh, everybody's going to be saying the same thing. This is 35 answers. And so I'm telling you guys, go to Cora.com and subscribe to my space, Eviction Without an S. Eviction Without an S. Subscribe to the space um, and follow the space. And I'll tell you what you get as a follower and a subscriber after I read a couple more of these answers. Okay, so I'll remind you of the question. As a tenant, would you sign a lease that requires you to maintain renter's insurance? Let's scroll down and pick a random. We're not going to, I was going, you know, um, respectively in order, but I'm just going to scroll down and pick an answer. Right. Everybody's saying the same thing. So here's um, another answer. Why wouldn't you? Because that has a lot of good things about having renter's insurance. You know, uh, you guys, you know what? (laughs) Let me just start this over. Um, He says, why wouldn't you? Because that has a lot of good things about having renter's insurance. You know what? Say, for instance, your apartment or your house catches on fire that you're renting. The landlord does not pay for you to get into a hotel. That is on you. If your apartment springs a leak and floods, that is on you. But if you have renter's insurance, whatever property that was ruined will be replaced through your renter's insurance. If your house catches on fire or an apartment catches a fire, if you have renter's insurance, it will pay for you to stay in a hotel or a motel. Um, renter's insurance is not expensive at all, between $25 and $35 a month. So why don't you, uh, why wouldn't you want to, uh, you guys, let's do this again, between $25 and $35 a month. So why wouldn't you want to? Also, if you have a dog and your dog bites someone, if you have renter's insurance, it will cover all the medical bills of that person that gets bit by your animal if you have one. So I didn't know that. 
Uh, and this this answer actually got two comments, right? Oh, that was me. I said I'm going to share that answer because I really wanted to share that answer. I really liked it. And I said I was going to do some research about renter's insurance covering um, mishaps um, for your pets. But, hey, renter's insurance, it's good. It is not a want. It is a necessity. It is a necessity. It is a necessity. I mean, think about it like this. When you have car insurance on your car, I mean, you're not, um, you're, 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 you know, you drive, um, carefree and I'm not saying, yeah, of course you don't want any tickets. You don't want, you don't want to ruin your car, you know, because having an accident in your car can depreciate the value very fast. But at the same time, you're, you're more carefree when when you get into your car and you're driving you, you're more carefree you're not worried about your car um, being hit while you're parked or or your car being stolen because you know that you have that protection and so car insurance that's a mandate you have to have car insurance that's why people have them but renter's insurance that's a necessity you may think that's a need. That is a necessity. That's why Apartment Housing Renters Foundation, we try to make sure that all of our members, um, if we put them into an apartment, we want them to have renter's insurance. Point blank. Because we know that having that insurance will protect our members if something happens God forbid something happens, our members are protected. If something, a fire or a flood or, you know, a natural disaster and so forth, we don't have to worry about our members coming back to us for another second chance rental and then they've lost everything because we know that their renter's insurance is going to kick in. Red Cross, they're going to come um, to that fire and they're going to give as much support as they can. And then the renter's insurance will kick in and give the rest of the support. So even to the point where um, you'd be able to pay for another unit right away. You know, I mean, it costs to get into a unit. You have your, your, your first month rent, your security deposit, you know, based on... Uh, these rental prices today, you're living check to check. And so a lot of renters don't have much in, as as far as savings. You're protected. You know, you don't have to come back to a part of the Housing Rentals Foundation and say, I don't know, find us a resource. Where can I get some um, security deposit help? Things like that. You're protected. And we feel so secure knowing that our members are protected because they have that renter's insurance that we require when we put one of our tenants into a second chance rental apartment. So I'm going to read one more answer. It's 35 answers. Um, as a tenant, the question is, as a tenant, would you sign a lease that requires you to maintain renter's insurance? Well, I want to kind of scroll down. Everybody's saying yes, 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 yes. Everybody's saying yes. Well, I, I did get a no. Hmm. This one said no, and why would a landlord require it? It didn't help them. It only covers your property, not theirs. Well, 
let me tell you, um, everybody has their opinion. And the most popular opinion is yes, yes. Why wouldn't you want to protect yourself? I mean, not having renter's insurance is just as detrimental as not having life insurance, okay? Because when people don't have life insurance, you know, they uh, they do those GoFundMe's. They, um, they ask families for help. Um, they pass around a hat, for lack of a better word, uh, just to get their loved ones buried, right? But if they had life insurance then they wouldn't have to do that. So it's the same thing with renter's insurance. And and you know what's so funny? Um, So with the renter's insurance, you know, your property may be worth about $20,000. And, and then with the life insurance, a funeral is $10,000, okay? So the renter's insurance actually covered more than what a life insurance policy would cover. But if you have a really good policy, then, you know, you guys, it will cover all of your bills and your spouse, spouses and children's bills and to keep them afloat if you're the main um, breadwinner. Okay. So I am done with that. I'm not going to ask, ask, uh, I'm not going to read any more answers because everyone is saying yes i mean the one answer absolutely you'd be a fool a fool to refuse renter's insurance even if it's not required renter's insurance cover renter's insurance is coverage for the contents of the unit which belong to the renter so if it's it so it's in their best interest to have insurance i can't count the times when there's a big apartment fire and they announce people lost everything and don't have insurance how sad it would be a yes I'd have renter's insurance whether the landlord required it or not. So, you guys, the popular answer is yes. Renter's insurance is very, very, very important. It is not a want. It is a need. The insurance start as cheap as $8. $8, and it may go up to about $35 depending on insuring you but even at eight dollars you get a hundred thousand dollars in coverage so this is my show this is my show this was a short one but very informational one so you guys i want you to follow me on linkedin lashandra graves the apartment lady follow the Apartment and Housing Rentals Foundation uh, page on Facebook, the Apartment and Housing Rentals Foundation page on LinkedIn. If you are in need of help and you're being evicted, go to www.theapartmentlady.org, www.theapartmentlady.org, so that you can um, fill out the application to become a member. Now, I also have something else for you guys. Well, Apartment Housing Rentals Foundation partnered with V-School, which is a vocational school located in Iowa. I mean, nope, Utah. <laughs> vocational school located in Utah. And V-School 
offers coding and web design classes. So Apartment Housing Rentals Foundation actually have a partial scholarship to V-School and the V-School's program only takes four to six months. But what's even cooler about that is V-School created a free intro to tech class for Apartment Housing Rentals Foundation so that um, you can try tech out before you actually enroll into a tech, a coding or web design program. And when I say web design, I'm talking about UX and UI design. So you can also go to my website, www.theapartmentlady.org, www.theapartmentlady.org and uh, apply to the free intro to tech class or apply to that scholarship. Cause let me tell you the V school graduates make up um, anywhere coming out of that program. And this is a four to six month program coming out of that program. They're making up to 60 to $70,000 a year. How could 60 to $70,000 a year change your life? That's what I'm saying, right? And they take people, as long as you have a high school diploma or a GED equivalent, you are ready to go into that V school program. And it's completely online. Apartment Housing Rentals Foundation also have a computer lending program where we would lend you a laptop because the V school program, you need an eight gigabyte um, laptop. And most personal laptops are like four gigabytes, we would loan you a laptop to help you through that vSchool program. So follow my space on Quora.com eviction, subscribe to the space eviction, and then follow me on LinkedIn. I'm LaShondra Graves, the apartment lady, and thank you for listening to It's Time for Affordable Housing.